0: This week, the Canadian Medical Association Journal published an editorial with some tough words for the federal government. It wrote, given the known and unknown health hazards of cannabis, any increase in use of recreational cannabis after legalization should be viewed as a failure. The editorial also argues that if marijuana use rises, the government should commit to amending the act. The journal's editor-in-chief, Dr. Diane Kelsall, joins me now from... Uh Ottawa. So Dr. Kessel, why did the Canadian Medical Association Journal decide to publish this editorial now?
1: Well, with the legalization upon us, it's fairly clear that Canadians don't understand really the short- and long-term health effects of marijuana. Um, the government, by legalizing marijuana, has sent a message to Canadians that its use is acceptable. And as a physician, um, I am, and as a parent, I am concerned that the youth of Canada are going to think that this is normal. They are not aware that it could dramatically affect their lives in years to come.
0: Tell me about that um, in terms of th- the impact that it could have.
1: Well, I think we know a lot a lot about the, the short-term effects. I mean, we published a paper in CMAJ Open a couple of days ago, actually, just showing um, the effect on driving. We know that sort of within five hours, um, kids are... Any, anybody um, having a normal dose of marijuana um, will be impaired, but the concern goes beyond that as well. We know that, that the younger you start using marijuana, the more you put yourself at risk of future health effects. Things like, we know about the mental health problems. If you um, start when you're young or, you have a, or you're at higher risk of psychotic disorders, you're more likely to have them. We know that kids that start using marijuana early, they're less likely to finish school, they're less likely to be able to hold a job, they're less likely to develop good, healthy long-term relationships. We know that they have problems with depression, with anxiety. Um, those are some of the ones, the, the ones that we know about. We know, we know that it will have effects on the lungs in the future. We know that it's linked to testicular cancer. We know that it's linked to changes in the brain on MRI. We know that it's linked to changes in in chemicals in the brain. One of the ironic things about about marijuana use is that oftentimes people take it because they want to feel better, they want to feel more enjoyment and actually they can develop anhedonia which means that they actually don't feel enjoyment. They lose the ability to enjoy. But those Mm -hmm. are some of the things that we know, but there's a whole lot that we do not know.
0: And when you say young, uh, you're, you're talking about under 25.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, we know that the brain develops until the age of 25, the national age for legalization is 18 most provinces have gone with 18 or 19 that in itself leaves a gap of six or seven years um, where the brain is developing its susceptible to the toxic effects of marijuana and the thing is is that kids right now may think well it's nothing government says it's fine and they really don't know what could happen to them down down the line
0: so what do you think the federal government should do now that legal marijuana is basically here
1: that's a really good question one thing that I think the government needs to do is to have a very very robust monitoring program we need to know baseline who is using marijuana particularly among youth but other vulnerable populations as well like pregnant women we need to understand the use across Canada being able to monitor means that in a year they could look did the legislation work we don't want to find out like we did with tobacco down the line decades down the line that we made a mistake and that it actually causes even more adverse it could cause even more adverse a- effects than we suspect it does um, the second thing is that i'd like them to um, commit a large amount of money to research the canadian center for substance abuse laid out a very ambitious program of research that we need on cannabis. The the levels of THC in today's cannabis are not the ones from the research that was done in the 80s. We know that, for example, our idea of dependence in adults is one in 10 and youth who start using about one in six. But that's based on 80s stats. THC now, not 3%, 12 to 15%. How does that affect? The changes we see in the brain, are they reversible? We don't know that. There's so much that we need to know. And I'm calling on the federal government, the journal's calling on the federal government to commit to take a look, not in a decade, not in two mm-hmm. decades, in a year. Have, have the, has use increased? Has it increased among youth? And if it, if it has, then they need to do something about this legislation.
0: All right, um, Dr. Kessel, thank you very much. That is uh, Dr. Diane Kessel of the Canadian Medical Association Journal.